0: Good day fellow investors. Today I want to discuss a stock I'm still long. It's a Chinese stock. I have been long in both of my portfolios on my stock market research platform and we already made a nice money on it. But I'm still long with part and I want to discuss the company and explain also my approach to investing, my approach to analyzing stocks and how that evolves over a long period of time only when you know a company very well for the last years then I feel comfortable enough to really invest a significant part of my money in it no matter the volatility no matter what's going on the company we are talking about is Chudian or how I would say it Kudian but I think in Chinese is Chudian. New York Stock Exchange Kudi is the ticker 2017 recent IPO Fintech lender so Uh, loans micro loans not p2p not p2p lender official uh, loans to the unbanked population in china with 76 million users so the company has been really beaten down over the last two years it's up significantly over the last few months as things are starting to change and the positives are outweighing the negatives that have crushed it since the ipo so i want to give you the story of kudian why i am still long in my model portfolio and lump sum portfolio even if i just managed a little bit the risk there and sold the initial investment in the lump sum portfolio after it was up 50% so I still keep the profits but if it goes down I might bite more or things like that. That's something that will evolve over the long term. In short, Kudian is a stock with a forward price to earnings ratio of 4 that has grown net income over the last 12 months for 57% for a price earnings ratio of four. Has a book value of around 6.6 on a current stock price of around seven something. So it is a margin of safety. The book value is in cash because it is a lender. It's growing extremely fast, is doing well. The management has trying dif- has been trying different things, but has shown to be, relatively speaking, trustworthy when you put it in a Chinese environment. So a lot of these things are developing. I want to discuss the company, explain how I follow it, what I learned by reading through the conference calls, listening to those, reading to the announcements, the risks, the rewards, and why I think over the long term this might work out like a real gem. Let's start. The fintech lending sector in China had a very bad year, year and a half. Everybody rushed to do an IPO in 2017 because I think they were feeling that the government will crack them down. Especially on P2P lenders. Companies like Hexindai, Pipidai, Yirindai, Yangpu, and Chudian all fared terribly with stock prices down between 60 and 90%. So that was a terrible experience for the whole sector and especially for those greedy investors that invested in growth stocks at the beginning. End of 2017, the government started with a crackdown. They increased the legal requirements for micro lenders, limited the total charging rate of 46%, so extremely high interest rates on loans, eliminated many lucrative fees and all other scams that were the normal two years ago. However, since then, a lot of things changed First, Kudi is not and never was a P2P lender. It was backed by Ant Financial that had a stake, that had a connection with them on their platform. So that's how they got to 74, 6 million users. Later, N Financial sold the stake, it was 11%. So it wasn't material for them. However, during that process of crackdowns and financials, also something very interesting, the main shareholder of one of the main shareholders of ChuDian Kunlun, I think it, he, they had a sixteen uh, percent share. They are a gaming software something in China. They were forced to sell the stock because of their own financial issues, and they were stupid enough to announce it publicly in June two thousand eighteen. So when somebody owning sixty percent of the of a Chinese fin company says it will sell its entire stake and does it publicly, you know nobody wants to buy such a stock because there will be so much pressure on selling. I think the announcement was part of a bigger plan or better to say blackmail attempt to force QDN's ma- management into a quick buyback. However, the management didn't budge, waited for the price to fall to four and then to six and only in April 2019 agreed to buy all of the remaining Kunlun shares. That was a move that really took guts, but a wonderful move by the management and I respect them even more for doing that. However, since then the stock started slowly to recover, the main seller is out of the picture, but the negative sentiment surrounding those lenders, online lenders is still there and everybody is still scared and burned from all the losses over the last year and a half. However, the fact that Kudian repurchased more than 50 million shares, the number of shares outstanding went from 320 to 270 million, that's almost a 20% buyback yield, since it's IPO, doesn't help it much. And they announced another 200 million share repurchase program however what's sure when I was preparing this the stock lost 8% in a day so what is sure is volatility but when those volatility meets fundamentals then it is the time to take advantage of that so let me give you an overview of the company then discuss the main advantages and risks so that you can get a good perspective on this risk reward situation the business it's a tech platform, everything is online, fintech, they are finding people among the user base of 76 million, giving them micro loans with a duration of about eight months and a crazy 36% interest on it. So that's extortion or however you want to call it. That's a part I don't really alike. However, they are very profitable, meeting all the legal requirements in China. And now they started even something else. They have a massive user base and they started to create an open platform for those users to find and connect them with other lenders, especially banks, with their assessment of risk. So they get the fee 8 to 10% for connecting them and without risk. And if the lender come the borrower and the lender come back to the platform they still go to Kudian's Chudian's platform not they're not selling giving the customer to the lender so it's a very permanent long-term great idea and the revenues and numbers from that open platform are staggering further kudian looks relatively well-managed, conservative, their leverage ratios are extremely low when compared to peers. I remember arguing with some re- year-and-die investors that Kudian Chudian is better, but they didn't want to listen because others have been much more leveraged, much more risky. And I think still that Kudian had the best in fundamentals since I researched all the Chinese fintech a year and a half ago. Therefore, I bought also this recently. The open platform is very interesting. However, they launched a similar business, uh, Dubai Auto, when they were trying to sell cars, but that didn't, wasn't profitable so that they closed it immediately. There wasn't a big loss, but this shows how the management is constantly testing to get the best use of that big user base. Who knows what's going to be the case in the next years? So the fundamentals, the numbers just look staggering. Q2 net income is already 40% of the total 2018 net income. Thanks to the open platform, net income was 57% higher than in Q2 2018. So can the market be blinded by Kudian being a micro lender in China and the past negative sentiment, or it can't recognize value because? there is nothing intrinsically wrong with kudian's business model let's discuss this further so 57 percent growth in net income you might think about whether should you invest in it at a price earnings ratio of 40. at a price earnings ratio of 4 it's unbelievable that such bargains exist so when it comes to investing in that I always wonder okay what's the risk is it a trap and then you see okay what's the risk and reward so let's discuss the investment thesis when it comes to Kudien. but also before that let's discuss the risks it is a chinese lender so it's chinese money it's renminbi there can be a devaluation you can lose 40% but if you lose 40% on that the pe ratio goes from 4 to 6 still very undervalued then there are Always regulatory issues, but for now, QDN has been on the forefront of getting those licenses to operate. Now it's even partnering with banks with the open platform, so everything looks pretty well. Then the management tried a year ago, a year and a half ago, they tried Dubai Auto, so they tried to sell cars and lend money for the customers to purchase those cars. The car market got subdued over the last year in China, so that didn't work out well, but the losses haven't been big. So they are constantly trying things, now the open platform. If one of those things explodes, they make 10x their money. If it doesn't, they just lose X. This is a very intriguing and interesting FinTech growth company with a price earnings ratio of four. That's my risk reward there. Now, there are other two risks that I want to mention. interest rate they are lending money out with the fees is 36%, which is the maximum allowed in China. 36% for me is crazy high. I wonder how they get customers, but it's China, it's crazy. So I don't think that over the long term this could be sustainable. The government can come and say maximum interest rate 20. And that would again lower Kudian's profit margin, but it will still keep the growth, keep the business model, keep the 76 million of users and then again grow over the long term. The key is that there is the margin of safety within the cash, I think. So lower, much lower, it can go to four. I hope it goes to four again so that I can buy again and play again the same game that I played already. But over the long term, I think the risk is low because the company has done well over the past the second risk is they issued just a convertible note 300 million of convertible notes to buy back stock okay they issued with a conversion target of nine they bought back stocks at seven so they increased shareholder value although i personally don't like convertible bonds so okay they did that no hard feelings but still not something really really nice so the nice thing on the other hand the chairman the ceo min luo said that until kudian reaches 100 billion of market capitalization he will not get any compensation so elon musk like story there very interesting risk reward it's not the perfect stock of course it can't be the perfect stock at the price earnings ratio four but it's a very tempting risk reward ratio let me show you my little risk reward table I think that downturn, just 10% risk, really things should go bad with China, China, US, whatever, to lose 100%. 15% down chance also, down 50%, also just a 15% chance, if everything goes bad, but that's over five years, then it would recover. Short term, I hope it goes down. 25% chance for a double in the next five years, 25% 25% chance for a triple and also 25% chance for a quintuple over the next five years because still we are talking about a price earnings ratio of four. So the value should be 20 in five years. Discount that to your return. So about 10 should be the fair value at a 15% required return on investment. So this is really, really a bargain. If things evolve well, then it could be 5X, 10X company over the long term so that's the upside compared to 50% downside and that is for a speculative exposure in the portfolio a risk i would i am taking and i like to take in this case so this summarizes a little bit the story i've been following kudian judian since their ipo so when you follow such stocks for two years, you start to get the handle of them. And if you want something like that, where I follow more than 30 stocks now and I continue to research, I continue to add stocks, it's my research platform. There are reports. We update those reports every quarter when there are earnings, when there are news. Uh, there is a table in detailed, Uh, descriptions, risk analysis, reward analysis for each stock's intrinsic value and you can really follow what I do. I do that for less than a dollar a day so please check the platform see whether it is for you. If you're interested in such investment stories I think you will really enjoy the investment platform. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.